Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this podcast contains spoilers for last night's NXT and AEW Dynamite. If you want to avoid all of your Wednesday night spoilers, you're going to want to skip ahead to about six minutes into the podcast. We have the latest on the arrest of Teddy Hart coming up, plus a huge title change on AEW and a man that The Undertaker didn't want to cross. Boy, you got the ball. No, I got no brains. (laughs) Thursday, February the 13th, 2020. This is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. Oh, it'll be And new AEW Women's Champion, the native beast, You know, JR, at Caliber, many people standing and cheering, not because of who their favorite was, but because they just saw one ass kicking match. They really First did. off, a huge title change from AEW Dynamite last night. The second title change in AEW history. As you just heard, Nyla Rose defeated Riho to become the new AEW Women's World Champion. This is the third time that these three have been at loggerheads, and it was the third time being the charm for Nyla Rose. Cracking match on AEW between these guys. Uh, Some big moves pulled out by Rehome. Two huge dragon suplexes. We saw a Northern Light suplex in there as well. And oh, just look, Chris, there was points in this match, including one amazing sequence at the end where it looked like Riho was going to just clip Nyla Rose once again. Uh, that was very shortly cut off by a spear and a powerbomb for the one, two, three. And Nyla Rose became the new AEW Women's World Champ. After the match, we saw Nyla Rose walking backstage, walked past the entire women's division pretty much, and gave some side eye to Kenny Omega, who was waiting in the dusty position for his girlfriend Riho to appear. So that sets off a brand new era in the women's division of AEW. Is Nyla Rose the correct one to lead the women's division. Now, there is a lot of people that say this is a role that is probably more suited right now for Britt Baker, who has certainly a lot of people talking with some of her promo work over the last couple of weeks. A lot of very talented uh, female members of the roster. Nyla Rose, however, from the very beginning, was very much pitched as the monster of the women's division. And whilst she isn't the best in ring right now, there is certainly 
a bag of potential there. And I've always been a, a big fan of having like that monster at the top of the division, that that big character that simply cannot be knocked down. And whether this leads into Nyla Rose becoming that, we will see. But it was uh, the end of a title reign for Riho at 134 days. I think a lot of us will be wondering if it could have been more. I didn't feel like Riho's title defense, title reign on AEW stood out as much as it could. That might just be me. I don't know. Would love to know your thoughts about What's he doing here? Beckoning to the back. My God. You cannot be serious. Jeff Cobb. Jericho's bounty hunter, his mercenary. Maybe the baddest man in all the land. I would agree, man. If he hooks you. Oh, my God, are you going to be up? Oh, he sent him on a tour of the islands. Also on AEW last night, we had the announcement of Jeff Cobb joining the inner circle as a mercenary, basically hunting John Moxley. And we were told that next week we would see Moxley versus Jeff Cobb on Dynamite. And at the end of the night, as you heard just then, Chris Jericho just brings out Jeff Cobb, the man that we thought would be debuting next week, debuted last night and left John Moxley laying after an inner circle attack. This is great for Jeff Cobb. I've been a big fan of Cobb's work for many. He's such a bright spark who hasn't really been given the exposure, at least in America yet, uh, that I think he deserves. He was at Ring of Honor's Free Enterprise uh, this past weekend. And... This is where there is some question on whether or not Jeff Cobb is all elite or not, because at Free Enterprise Ring of Honor show, he teamed with Dan Maff, and together he and Maff won a match to earn a Ring of Honor tag team title shot against Jay Lethal and Jonathan Gresham. So it seems like uh, Jeff Cobb's future lies with Ring of Honor. So this could easily just be a one and done date uh, coming up for Jeff Cobb. I hope it leads to more. Next week on AEW Dynamite, it's going to be a stacked show. So we know we're getting Jeff Cobb versus John Moxley. We're also going to be getting Kenny Omega and Hangman Page defending their tag titles against the Lucha Brothers. And we are going to be getting uh, the Steel Cage match between Cody Rhodes and Wardlow. On top of that, a tag team battle royal as well, with the winners earning a tag title shot at Revolution. Loads of stuff on Dynamite next week. It's going to be massive. So this broke last night. Edward Annis, a.k.a. New Heart Foundation member Teddy Hart, was arrested in Richmond, Virginia on Tuesday night, charged with possession of a Schedule Three narcotic and possession with intent to sell or distribute. Now, this comes from PW Insider, who say that Teddy Hart was incarcerated at the Richmond County Jail on Tuesday night. He was booked in just after midnight, uh, we don't know if he's been released on bail, but he does have a court date of the 23rd of April. Uh, Teddy Hart has had multiple run-ins with the law over the last couple of years, even served a prison term as well. It's been a real up-and-down story for Teddy Hart, who really, really shot to fame around 2017 uh, through 2019, doing stuff with MLW. But uh, there has been a lot of issues around him as of late. MLW released him early December, a month 
after um, he came under some question as a result of a Facebook post accusing him and another wrestler with the, of the disappearance of Teddy Hart's ex-girlfriend. Now, he has denied this uh, com- completely, but MLW distanced themselves from him all the same. Uh, this latest arrest is just uh, another another part of the, the the story that is Teddy Hart at the moment. So in terms of the, the charges brought against him, he faces up to a year in jail and up to a $2,500 fine for the misdemeanor uh, of being caught with drugs. Uh, however, the possession with intent to sell carries a jail time of up to 10 years and possibly a fine of $2,500. We will keep you up to date with the story of Teddy Hart here at Cultaholic. Looking ahead to the WWE Hall of Fame, two rumoured entrants have got to the wrestling world talking. Numerous sources stating that Jushin Thunder Liger could be going into the Hall of Fame this year. Of course, Jushin Liger wrapped up his amazing wrestling career at Wrestle Kingdom back in January, and he's even dabbled in WWE as he was on an NXT TakeOver facing Tyler Breeze that time. Um, Jushin Thunder Liger uh, is, a, is a well-respected wrestling legend wherever you are in the industry, and it's not a, a ra- it's not completely outside the realms of possibility for WWE to induct him. Numerous times they have inducted uh, wrestlers and figures who may not have been involved in the WWE universe greatly have certainly been involved in the wrestling world greatly so Jushin Liger going in is certainly uh, a very possible prospect the other is the Bella Twins Nikki and Brie Bella who could be making their Hall of Fame arrival uh, when we get to Wrestlemania weekend now on the outside this may raise a few eyebrows but when you think about it uh, Nikki and Brie Bella were kind of these transcendent characters who moved through multiple eras in the WWE they started in 2008 uh, and, uh, and and worked their way through were part of the Divas revolution and into the women's revolution and they were very key parts of the wrestling world and the, the greater WWE world uh, even to this day as part of Total Bellas uh, both have announced recently they are expecting children at the same time which is wonderful news and I wouldn't be against the Bellas going into the Hall of Fame of course your thoughts are always appreciated on our Twitter at Cultaholic with a lawsuit pending between Kelly Klein and Ring of Honor, we have an update on plans for the Women of Honor Championship. Well, it's being renamed for a start. It'll become the ROH Women's World Championship. And a tournament is being held uh, to crown a brand new champion. Uh, the winner of which receives not just uh, the championship, but a new design championship as well, uh, coming from Ring of Honor very soon. Uh, yes, there is indeed uh, talk of a lawsuit between Kelly Klein and Ring of Honor following the way in which she was released and a few circumstances surrounding her release and uh, we'll have more on that lawsuit at cultaholic.com a little later on today. Yesterday here on the news podcast, we spoke about John Jones, who was keen to, once he's done with UFC, give WWE a try. He even said that a WWE run was inevitable and casually said that he had what it takes to do the sports entertainment thing. Becky Lynch, in a recent interview, uh, passed comments on John Jones's thoughts and said, inevitable is a pretty big word. I think people think this is a cakewalk. There is nothing like what we do. And it's not as simple as just 
just walking in here. You have to make a name for yourself. And if you have to, and you have to be obsessed with it. You have to love this. This isn't a thing where you have one fight every six months. This is a thing where you're fighting three, four, sometimes seven days a week, 52 weeks a year. For people to sometimes think it's an easy thing, saying they can just stroll into it kind of irks me. It irks me because I love this business. I love it more than anything. And if he loves it too, well, come along. I'll show you the ropes. But if he just wants to make some money, this ain't the way to do it. And finally, this is a little extra from the WWE's YouTube channel that I stumbled across. So The Undertaker was the guest of Stone Cold Steve Austin on the Broken Skull Sessions a little while ago. And they released some little extra clips, stuff that didn't make the actual aired interview. And one of them was a story The Undertaker told about his first interaction with a man that he learned very quickly probably not to cross in Bruiser Brody. So my first match is with Bruiser Brody. <laughs> my skill level is is I mean I'm greener and yeah. I mean I'm greener than but I get in the ring and that stupid gene flips in the back of your head and I'm looking at him and I'm going, I'm bigger than he is. So ding ding ding, right? And oh man, well we tie up. Man, I mean as soon as we tie up, I'm pushing, right? And he's like, all right, kid, lighten up, kid. So I'm gonna give him I'm going to give him, you know, kind of the push off and back out, right? Well, when I do, I kind of push off and I kind of, you know, I, I clip oh. him in the chin a little bit, right? Kind of like he, he's thinking you snubbed him. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, he don't know me from Adam, Yeah. right? We tie up again, right? Boom. <laughs> I grab an arm, right? So I'm standing there with a standing arm bar. And you just, you just grabbed the arm? Yeah, I just grabbed it. You grab the arm. I, I, just, I, just, yeah. I just grabbed it, right? I, and I don't know how I got so stupid, because I really, <laughs> so he's about to shoot me off, and I yell, clothesline. Now you're calling the match. I'm calling. Off he comes, right, and then, man, I'm, I'm wound up, and all of a sudden, that furry boot come up out of nowhere, man, and it, wham, he whacked me with that boot, and man, my eyes rolled back in my head, and I was like, oh, wow, okay. And he says, come on, we're going for a walk. And man, he takes me, throws me out, right? And then he threw me out. People that don't know, you know, there was always that table right next to ringside. Yes. And then the chairs were metal chairs with the wood slats, yep. right? So he takes me and he slams me on that table until he told me, don't, you know, don't move, right? So I can hear the chair getting folded up, man. And he come back full force with that chair right across my shoulder blades. And when I tell you that the wood snapped, that is not an exaggeration. Yeah. There were slats of wood flying everywhere. It sounded like a gun went off, right? I felt every bit of it. I thought it went through me. See, if The Undertaker's frightened of Bruiser Brody, then every wrestler in history had the right to be frightened of Bruiser Brody. That'll do it for your Cultaholic Wrestling News for Thursday. Later on today on the Cultaholic YouTube channel, we'll be breaking down the Wednesday Night Wars once again. NXT graded with myself very soon, plus AEW Dynamite graded with Jack the Jobber, and your AEWTF moments with Ross Tweddle on the Cultaholic YouTube channel a little bit later on today. I will speak to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 